It's almost Bush o'clock. A time for relaxing and unwinding with a crisp, cold Bush beer. It's the most refreshing time of the day. Wait for it. Three, two, one. Bush. Crisp, cold, bush. Enjoy responsibly. Bush beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Aaron Lewis, the American Patriot. 2023 Acoustic Tour, Thursday, October 5th, live on stage at the Peabody Auditorium, Daytona Beach. Aaron Lewis, much-anticipated 2023 Acoustic Tour, a show for the Patriots. Thursday, October 5th at the Peabody Auditorium. Tickets on sale now at the Peabody Box Office or PeabodyAuditorium.com. Aaron Lewis, Thursday, October 5th, Peabody Auditorium, Daytona Beach. Produced by Elko Concerts. All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Trackside with Randy and Terry. We are recording on a Thursday today because uh, Randy is in Bristol. Hi, Randy. Hey there. Good to be with you, especially from Bristol with uh, sunshine and no chance of rain. Well, and uh, no chance of rain. Sunshine will be gone because you got a night race tonight with Daniel Dye. We're going to be talking about that in just a few minutes. Uh, night race uh, all the way through Saturday night, the big cup race. But right now, Randy, I got a special guest, one of my favorite folks in our area, whose family has put together a tradition that uh, as of 2023 will have lasted 29 years. I'd like to say hi to Mandy Rossmeyer, and she's going to talk to us about the Camp Boggy Creek Ride for Children. Hi, Mandy. Hi, Terry. Hi, Randy. Hey, Mandy. <laughs> Behave yeah, yourself, thanks. Randy. She's a guest. <laughs> no, I am. Listen, let's just, let's just be completely candid and transparent here. Mandy knows me too well, and so I promise I will be on my best behavior. Now, that, that okay. that's not a very high standard. Okay, but for me, I'm going to be on my best behavior, okay? I think you're always on pretty good behavior. Thank you, Randy. I have known you for a long time. Before you go too far on that, Mandy, I won't uh, (laughs) really bring up too much about the time that he got me uh, in a lot of trouble with Danica Patrick as we were broadcasting at the Daytona 500. So he... I'm not sure knows how to behave, but that being said, Mandy, you are one of my favorite people in the whole wide world and you do, your family has done great things in the community there. And, uh, even though the, the dealership is owned by someone else, now you still have got the, uh, Camp Boggy Creek Ride for Children coming up on Sunday, October 8th, the 29th annual. So talk to us about that. Well, yes, thank you. The feeling is mutual, Terry. You are in my, top uh, group of friends, too. I've always admired you and um, appreciate you helping us with this ride every single year. Randy, thank you for your support for the ride. Um, Like you said, it's the 29th annual Bruce Rothmeyer Ride for Children. We used to call it the Daytona Harley-Davidson Ride for Children before my dad passed away in 2009. And after that, we decided to change the name in honor of his legacy. My dad was one of the founders of Camp Boggy Creek. I mean, we started going to camp before it was built, um, before children were attending. And it's where my whole entire family is passionate about Camp Boggy Creek and hope that we can always um, 
continue this tradition. It's going to be, we are, it's kind of hard to talk about, but Teddy, Teddy Morse, the Morse group that purchased Daytona Harley from us last November, um, we had to postpone the ride last year because of a hurricane. It was supposed to be um, the beginning of October. We weren't able to have it because our area was such a mess, if you recall, back in the beginning of October. So we postponed it to the middle of December last year. And I was fortunate in a good way because Teddy Morse and his and a lot of his people were able to attend the ride. They were able to ride with us, come see what camp was all about. And he was so awesome. He said, hey, I'm in. So we have his support, which is great. Um, I am no longer working at Daytona Harley, so it's kind of been a challenge to keep this, to organize this without being there. But um, we have so many great people on our team, and we're going to make it happen. Um, So the ride is October 8th, kickstands up at 10 o'clock. You can register online. I encourage anyone that wants to even know more about it to go to rideforchildren.com. You can see how you can get involved. We need volunteers. We need people to ride. We um, we just put up all of our brand-new Grand Marshals, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, you can register online until October 4th at noon. After that, you'll just have to come early on October 8th. We'll be back in the Destination Daytona Pavilion beginning at 7 a.m. on October 8th to register people. Um, but if you want a T-shirt and a goodie bag and all that stuff, I encourage you to sign up early. Um, Daytona Harley will be opening up at 8 o'clock that morning. We have coffee and donuts. Um, we're riding from Daytona Harley, from Destination Daytona to Camp Boggy Creek, Um when you get there, you can see what we're raising money for. Um, after last year, we've raised over $6 million for Camp Boggy Creek, which I'm really proud of, and uh, I want to keep it going. Well, you know, I've had the pleasure of being actually on the ride, uh, not not 29 years, but several times um, as, as a rider. And, um, you know, the, the ride is fun. Uh, and depending on how many people it is, you know, it can be, it can be a little bit, a little bit crazy. Uh, but once you get there, uh, there's, you will never, you will never, ever, ever, ever be the same once you go there and visit. And, I uh, agree. And what's going on. <laughs> you'll never be the same. I promise you, you'll never be the same. I totally agree with that. And I should, I should mention um, the Volusia County Sheriff's Office, they're awesome. It's a police escorted ride. We don't have to stop at any stop signs, stoplights, anything. They do a great job of getting us all there safely. And Outback Steakhouse is back on board now that we're through the pandemic and all the COVID stuff. They're back on board. They donate all the food to feed everybody. Um, some people say, oh, 50 bucks, that's a lot. And I'm like, just what you oh, said, Randy, is. No. It's so worth it. Like it cost it cost about four hundred and fifty dollars a day for a child to attend Camp Barkey Creek. It is absolutely free to the family for these sick kids. And um, you know, just what you said, like you, it's magical. Like you go there and you feel so good because you're helping people. I mean, I'm always so grateful. Um, you know, I have healthy kids. I don't have any sick kids, but. Um, this is such an outlet for not only the child, but for the 
the parents and the siblings, when they don't have summer camp in the summer, they have fall family retreat weekends where the parents get to come, the siblings get to come, they get to talk to other parents that are in similar situations. Um, definitely, I mean, I, I'm so passionate. I could sit here and talk forever. I feel like jabber jaws right now. <laughs> well, go to the, Randy, go I to got, the website. I got a chance to, uh, to meet your dad. A long time ago, the honor to meet him a long time ago when he was when the shop was down on Beach Street, and uh-huh. uh, in the brief time I got a chance to talk to him, you could tell he was a dreamer. So it's got to make you and your family feel wonderful, along with all of us, that his legacy lives on with this. Absolutely, um, and when we ride into camp, you you know there are campers there with signs that say, you know, we love you, Bruce, and my dad's name's on the founder board. And, you got anybody that's listening that wants to know more, you can read about the camp, you can read about our ride, you can go for a tour, and you don't even really have to be a motorcycle rider to attend this. Um, a lot of people don't realize that. Oh, and another thing that I hear all the time, you don't have to ride a Harley. You can ride any motorcycle. You can yeah, but it's ride a lot a more fun if you do. I will just, I got to tell you, it's a lot more fun if you do. It sure, it sure is. But you just, you would register, you would register online like a motorcycle rider and you would just meet us at camp. Your name would be on the list. You would have, um, you, you would come to the pavilion in the morning, get your wristband and then you drive to camp. We just can't have cars in the parade of motorcycles. So my mom never rides with us. She likes to go in the car before we get there and she stands there and waves and they watch all the riders come in. It's really exciting. You know, one of the well, things that I, I think that if, if people um, only saw your dad and and never actually had the privilege like Terry or myself, you know, I got to know him. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I got to hear some coaching from, from your dad. Um, and you know that. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but one of the things that people would might say, because he's such an, he was such a big presence and a big personality, that they, uh, I would tell you that probably the biggest part of Bruce Rossmeyer was his heart and his his mm-hmm. his passion for uh, this this group is. Uh, I mean, I don't know that there's any parallel out there. So it's great that it's named what it is. Yeah, he loved he oh. loved it and he loved camp. He loved kids. He part of my job when my dad was alive was you know we have. Every but every day, Randy, you know, and Terry, you probably know too. Every day, there's so many worthwhile causes out there and people that need help. But part of what I did was I would go sit across from my dad in his office, um, and people would fill out forms requesting help or sponsorship or whatever. And he would, if it had anything to do with kids, veterans, um, he was like, yes, yes, yes. And sometimes I would be like, Dad you don't have to do so much. And he's like, I was like, and then we would be at a charity event or something. He'd match somebody's, you know, he's done it at the ride before he'd match somebody's bid on some crazy little wooden car that a child made. My dad, um, I think Paul Newman, this is back with beach street days going way back. Paul Newman bid like 5,000 for this little wooden car that, that a camper had made. And my dad matched it, so that car got $10,000 that day. I mean, he was always doing that. And I said, Dad, why do you, you know, why do you do so much? And then he goes, because I can, and it makes me feel good. Amen. Well, 
yeah. You can see the you can see the results of all of what you've just said uh, at Camp Boggy Creek with these kids. Register for the ride, uh, ride for children, ridefortchildren.com. Yes, I just want to talk to you about our amazing grand marshals, and you can go to ridefortchildren.com and you can see all the grand marshals. But we have four famous actors coming: Katie Seagal. She was. Um, the wife and married with children, and she also was starred in Sons of Anarchy. And her husband, Kurt Sutter, they will be riding in the ride. He, I think he produced Sons of Anarchy, but you can read all about him on the website. He's pretty interesting. My niece, Grace Van Patten, um, she will be there. And her co-star in the Hulu series, Tell Me Lies, Jackson White, will be there. So we have four, like... Hollywood actors coming along with Rusty Wallace that never says no. I love that man. He's <laughs> going to be with us and riding his own motorcycle. You know, one of the awesome motorcycles that he and his son build. And then we have Doug Danger, um, which he's just, every time I ask him, he's like, of course I'll be there. So, and then Frank Scott has been on the ride. This will be his 28th year. I think the first year he wasn't there, but I could talk forever again, but they're all on the website. Read about them, and I appreciate your time so much. Well, you, you mean to tell me all of that on top of everything you just said for 50 bucks? Is that correct? It is. That's a regular rider. If you want to ride up front um, and you get a little bit, you get a, a like a long sleeve T-shirt and a short sleeve T-shirt, um, a VIP rider spot is $250. Um, but it all goes, everything goes to Camp Boggy Creek. We don't, we're not paying, we're not paying any of these people to be there. Everything's donated. We have great sponsors. John Hamlin is our presenting sponsor again this year. So I'd like to give a big shout out to him. He's amazing. Um, There's so many people that make this happen. And I hope you guys can join us. Well, I'm I'm trying to think about the dates uh, against my calendar. So I'm trying to figure that out, man. But that I, is I, Sunday, I, October I the eighth. That's, that's correct. Yeah. Well, this, neither one of us know where we're going to be from one day to the next. I tell you what, we're going to do, Mandy, real quick. Uh, I'll have our producer. I want to play the commercial that we've got running on the air. So, in case we miss any details, Mr. Mark, can you kick us uh, that commercial, please? Join the Rossmeyer family and Teddy Morris's Daytona Harley Davidson Sunday, October eighth, for the 29th annual Bruce Rossmeyer Ride for Children, benefiting Camp Boggy Creek, raising funds and support for children with serious illnesses and their families. Register today at rideforchildren.com for a police escorted ride, catered lunch by Outback Steakhouse, and both live and silent auction. Let's ride for the kids at Camp Boggy Creek on Sunday, October eighth. Register at rideforchildren.com today. Sponsored by Hamlin and Associates. Yeah, just a real quick, a uh, big shout out for Hamlin and Associates for being a big part of this too, Mandy. Yes, they're he's amazing. Yep. Well, Mandy, we uh, we. We know you're a busy girl. It's awesome that you've kept this tradition going, you and your family. It's great that Teddy Morris and Davidson is, uh, is, is a, a big part of it as well. And it's always great to talk to you. Thank you so much for all the things that you do for our community and for the kids. Love Thank you, Mandy. Thank you, Terry. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. Bye, bye Mandy. All right. Bye. All right. Well, you know what? And, and I meant that, Randy. I, I – um, and I think you feel the same way. Mandy is one of my favorite people that I've had a chance to meet in my 70 years. And 
I mean, you do a lot for the community, obviously, as well. Mandy's done so much and still doing it. She never seems to get tired of it, Randy. No, she's, uh, you know, I, I will tell you, that, that family, um, you know, they, they get that. They, uh, they completely um, understand, you know, I, the, the, I guess the responsibility. But, uh, you know, I, I will tell you, I think there's, she mentioned John Hamlin and, you know, what, what a commitment he makes. I, I've, I've, I know John, and he talks a lot about Mandy's dad, and he actually has some things in his office from uh, Bruce's office, and uh, so it's you know we, we're 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 pretty blessed, man. We we live in a community where there's a lot of good people doing a lot of good work, um, just because it's the right thing to do. So and and the Rossmar family sets a pretty great good example of uh, of how to do it. You better believe it. Well, again, you'll be hearing the commercial, and don't miss out again uh, uh, the 29th annual event there uh, for kids, and that is October the 8th. Uh, I just was a little bit distracted, Randy, looking out the window uh, at the studio here. You're in Bristol. I'm in the studio. I've got people picketing outside, uh, people from PETA outside. That's the animal uh, uh, lover folks, and, of course, we all love animals, but apparently – Rusty, who's on the phone with us, is uh, being accused of animal abuse. Um, he has the Armadillo 100 uh, going on at the track. And, uh, and what I understand from talking to some of these, uh, these ladies have pink hair, as a matter of fact, uh, that you're racing armadillos. Is that right? You can't really do that, Rusty. No, and no armadillos were hurt in the producing of this race. I thought they were gonna. I thought they were. They were upset because Rusty was accused of impersonating an animal. <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. <laughs> there's nothing new about that. Holy cow! <laughs> you know, you know, there's a, all there's of a, the Rusty. All the armadillos have their helmets on. Well, you know, there's a whole stupid story that goes with this armadillo thing. Yeah, and you won't believe it when I tell you. Uh, we were talking, this was some years ago, and NBC Sports Gold was doing our uh, filming, our, our live broadcast. Streaming, yeah. Rusty. That's called streaming. Streaming, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I know no, that's what you do in the bathroom. Rusty, streaming, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> they sent an email and they said, hey, do you guys celebrate the armadillo in any way? And we're like, what the heck are they talking about? Well, unbeknownst to us, one of our marketing people had written a story about New Smyrna Speedway and how it used to be an armadillo breeding ground. We didn't even know it was on the website. (laughs) Somehow that doesn't surprise me. (laughs) So we're like, okay, well, let's celebrate the armadillo. And we were coming up with this thing. And we said, well, let's call up the armadillo. And that is how was born. Okay. Well, I hope. Well, it, I don't know if that's uh, how the armadillo was born. That may be how the, how the race got the name, but okay. Randy, Randy, please stop there. Don't say anything about how the armadillo was born when you're talking with Rusty. Okay. All right. Holy cow. Uh, oh, you got to be careful, goodness. Rusty. Uh, Randy is surrounded by hoodlums at Bristol right now. So yeah, James careful. is over here. Yeah, James is over here eating hot dogs. 
Well, I'm standing here knowing I'm hungry, and he just keeps <laughs> he keeps looking at me and taking another bite. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> hey, you know what else might make you hungry? You know what they well, call armadillos in Louisiana? Oh, no. no. What they call armadillos in Louisiana? Possum on the half shell. Possum on the half shell. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. I'm not having dinner. Nope, nope. All right, well, give us the details. When does things kick off this weekend for the Armadillo 100 Enduro? Yeah, the show itself is going to start at 7.30. However, we did come through with the early bird special, so if you get there between 5 and 6, you're still going to get in for just $10. Uh, after 6, it goes to 15 Another thing we put into place is, Kids 8 to 17, just $5 to get in. Kids 11 and under, always free. Now, this race Saturday night isn't going to be uh, the typical race at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, it's going to be a little bit, we're, we're doing the Enduro, and that is 100 laps of we don't throw a caution unless we think somebody's hurt. So if you're sitting in the middle of the racetrack, broke down, too bad, you're going to sit there, and the cars are going to zizz around you. Um if the driver's door is exposed, we will throw a caution. Or actually, we don't throw caution. We throw red. We go out there and we push that car out of the road because we don't want to get anybody hurt because their driver's door is exposed. But if the passenger door is exposed, enjoy the view till the race is over. Oh, my goodness. Leave it, Leave it to you, Rusty. Danica <laughs> is asking if an adult brings their pet armadillo, can they get in free? If you got a pet armadillo, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rusty. Well, and we, I, I we, hope well, we make also, it we that also have the fan and, races uh, that I night, too. I would sure so appreciate it if you would say something to these people outside my studio. because Watch, watch this. I will calm them. You may go home. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, it works, Rusty. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, they're, their butts are in the wind right now. They're headed out of here, no doubt about it. All right, Rusty, give us the website to get more details because you always got something good happening at New Smyrna Speedway. It's New Smyrna Speedway, USA.com. Of course, we're located right on the action corner of 44 and 415. Racing action at 730 Saturday night. Be there. Rusty, we hope to see you next week. Sounds good. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, Randy, did you get a chance to get a bite of a hot dog while Rusty was talking about armadillos? No, James ate three more while we were listening to Rusty. Well, James is a big guy. He's the he's the driver of the hauler, am I right? Yeah, he hasn't even hit his stride yet, man. I mean, he's just warming up. Would, would you like for him to say hello to our audience, or would you, would you rather he not? Yeah, hold on. Hey, James, say hello to the audience. Hello, everybody. There you go. That was James. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, you, you really are, again, ladies and gentlemen, recording on Thursday this week because we do have Daniel Dye and the 43 Craftsman Truck Series truck out there uh, at 9 p.m. tonight on Fox Sports 1, Randy. So what's happening as you get ready to go? It's going to be a big deal uh, under the lights at Bristol. And this is this is Daniel's first drive at Bristol. Am I correct on that? Well, it's his first drive in the truck in Bristol. Now, we, we raced a, yeah. uh, a couple of late model races here. We raced uh, uh, an ARCA race here uh, last year, and I think we finished third or fourth. Um, and, uh, of course, we raced here earlier in the spring on the dirt, and that's, that's I don't know. I, mean, I, I, guess, I guess you could say we raced at Bristol, but not really. 
Bristol on the dirt is not Bristol on on the concrete. I can promise you that it's not nowhere close. Well, and there's nothing like a night race at Bristol. I mean, oh. it's going to be <laughs> excitement to the hilt to kick the weekend off on a Thursday night. You can't. You just can't imagine what what you feel like when you walk in this place. I mean, it's just a it's a whole different thing. You you walk down into the racetrack, you know, and then you look up. And you're, you're, you know, you're sitting in this bowl and you've got all these stands all around you. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's just a, it, I mean, it's an architectural uh, phenomenon for me. I just, I, and of course, I remember the first time I came here. And I'm fortunate enough, the first time I came here, I was actually with my dad. So, uh, oh, wow. it was a great memory for me. And, um, uh, I, I I will tell you one of the coolest things about Bristol, and that especially that first time, was watching the Cup guys qualify. I mean, and trying to and trying to listen to the engine and listen to them, you know, if if they get off the throttle at all. I mean, it's a brief. It's it's a. I don't even want to say it's a burp. It's not even a breath. And and it, and it's all about how it's all about how it sticks and trusting whether the tires are gonna gonna grip. Um, but yeah, it's a great day to be here. You know, it's early and we got a ways to go. Um, but the uh, the temperatures at race time should be really good, and uh, we're excited. I mean, it's 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 a great place to be. You can't come to Bristol if it doesn't get you excited. You probably need to go play pickleball. Yeah, go to yeah, go go catch an armadillo, uh, and it's at night too. <laughs> tell tell the race fans, Randy, how loud does it get in the bowl at Bristol? Well, I'll just put it this way. If you've got anything to discuss, you better do it before the green flag. <laughs> because when it, when it goes green, you're not talking to anybody anymore. Or, well, you can, but they're not going to hear you. Right, exactly. And you may not hear for a day or two after that. Uh, That's so. right. Well, again, yep. tonight on Fox Sports 1 at 9 p.m., you will see the Craftsman Truck Series with Damien Dubai in the 43. And we wish you good luck out there, Randy, no doubt about it. Before we take a break... Let's touch on uh, Kansas real quick, Randy. Uh, Tyler Reddick wins at Kansas. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek wins the Xfinity uh, race. Um, you know, just to touch on a lot of uh, a lot of the media, and you and I have talked about the media many times, but they were trying to make a big deal out of uh, Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson. They got you know touched each other in the pits, and then when they came out, Chase kind of uh, rolled up and bumped on him. He made, he was talking about how bad they hated each other and so on and so forth. Uh, Chase Elliott came out and, and, you know, basically said, you guys are always looking for a story and making stuff up. So uh, no, no problems inside the camp uh, uh, with those two guys. Uh, but, you know, I, I would say this, you tell me, Randy, before we take a break, as far as the race car drivers are concerned, uh, you know, Kyle Larson, you know, one of the best ever, um, is there a little bit of jealousy between those two guys? I mean, Chase has had kind of a tough year. He's made some mistakes of late. He made some at Kansas. Uh, what, what do you think about that? You you know more about the. No, uh, I, I, I don't. I don't think there's any jealousy at all between between Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson. What I think you've got is you've got two really, really, really good, talented race car drivers that are both highly competitive. I mean, you know, yep. look, Terry, how many teams have you played on in your life? I mean, and, and that's kind of a rhetorical question. A bunch. And me too. And, you know, and, and I had great friends. And, and, and those, some of those friends are still friends from, from, yep. from way back, right? And, and, yep. and 
you know, we ha- we all have our moments in competition. You know, even gotcha. even though you're on the same team, and it's it's just a competition thing. It's not like a, uh, you know, I'm not going to talk to that person anymore. It's just it's just in competition. So I I think I'm, I would agree with Chase. You know, hey, you know, go find a real story. This is just we're just competitors. Right. Oh, I think and he had some he had some words for the media that he didn't say, which they deserved. Anyway, that there's that. I'm always glad to see John Hunter Nemechek win. I mean, that guy is, uh, is on fire. Um, love to see him go on and win the championship between me, him or Allgaier. Either one, I'd like to see that. And Randy, before we go, uh, uh, some great racing in the trucks at Kansas. Uh, when you come three wide down to the finish line, and oh. Eck is uh, uh, steals that win, he gets his third win. I mean, man, fans on, on your feet, people at home on their feet, great driving in the truck series. Well, I, I want to say this. I, so I sent Christian Eckes a note, and, you know, and he's a young man. Um, and, and I said, you know, and you know I'm not. So I've, I've been doing this a long time. I've watched a lot of races. I've watched a lot of guys um, over the years. And um, there's, there's a lot of – most guys don't have the courage, and very few have the courage and the talent. To pull off what he did it, it reminded me it was reminiscent for me of the bobby allison davy allison donnie allison kale yarborough uh daryl waltrip you know dale earnhardt tim richmond the, those guys all could do that uh you know a lot of the guys today would have just it would have just wrecked the guys in front of them and which would have ended up wrecking the entire field behind them and, yeah. and he he made a racing move. I mean, he made yeah. a racing move, and and he uh, I think it was, in my estimation, I'll just say it, in my estimation of this season of all of the NASCAR races, that was the best move of the entire season, right there. Oh man, I mean, he was hanging back and forth, you know, and just nobody really paying that much attention to him as the other three up there, and all of a sudden, uh, he's three wide and makes his move. Uh, before we go, just a quick uh, one from memory lane and talking about moves and wrecking. And uh, so I was watching some tapes. And I, I think you're going to remember this because it was at Bristol. Dale Sr. trying to <laughs> rattle Terry Labonte in Bristol yeah. in 1999, hooks him and wrecks Terry Labonte and, and goes on to win. Dale even said, Hey, I was just trying to rattle him. I didn't mean to wreck him. You remember that one? That was Dale Earnhardt's failed attempt at, at, at being a politician. <laughs> he failed miserably. There's well, no I mean, it all depends. I mean, you know, if, if you believe that politicians sometimes have a hard time telling the truth, then he, then he, he succeeded perfectly, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> just trying to rattle his cage, nothing. You, that means that Dale Earnhardt doesn't know where the nose of his car is. Does anybody on this radio show listening to it believe that to be true? It was fun to watch. There's no doubt about it. And since we're starting to talk about politicians, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to take a break. We are sponsored tonight by Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Ram, Daytona's Garage, Bush Beer, Daytona Beverages, Daytona on Tap, Solar Fit, and Southeastern Sports. We'll be right back to listen to Track Dive with Randy and Terry. It's almost Bush o'clock. A time for relaxing and unwinding with a crisp, cold Bush beer. It's the most refreshing time of the day. Wait for it. 
three, two, one. Push. Crisp, cold, bush. Enjoy it responsibly. Bush beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Aaron Lewis, the American Patriot. 2023 Acoustic Tour, Thursday, October 5th, live on stage at the Peabody Auditorium, Daytona Beach. Aaron Lewis, much-anticipated 2023 Acoustic Tour, a show for the Patriots. Thursday, October 5th at the Peabody Auditorium. Tickets on sale now at the Peabody Box Office or PeabodyAuditorium.com. Aaron Lewis, Thursday, October 5th, Peabody Auditorium, Daytona Beach. Produced by Elko Concerts. Hey, y'all, this is Chris from Southeastern Sports, 209 South State Street in Bunnell. Come and see the largest selection of in-stock firearms in Flagler County. 60-day, same-as-cash layaway. Got a huge used gun selection. Largest selection of ammunition. No matter what you need, we got you covered. Join the Rossmeyer family and Teddy Morris's Daytona Harley-Davidson Sunday, October 8th for the 29th annual Bruce Rossmeyer Ride for Children, benefiting Camp Boggy Creek, raising funds in support for children with serious illnesses and their families. Register today at rideforchildren.com for a police-escorted ride, catered lunch by Outback Steakhouse, and both live and silent auction. Let's ride for the kids at Camp Boggy Creek on Sunday, October 8th. Register at rideforchildren.com today. Sponsored by Hamlin and Associates. All righty. Well, I almost said happy Friday. We are coming to you on a Thursday as we are racing in Bristol tonight at 9 p.m. with Daniel Dye in the 43 on Fox Sports 1. Uh, Randy, and some interesting news. We were all kind of stunned uh, in L.A. when Shane Von Gis- Gisbergen. Gisbergen. <laughs> well done, Terry. <laughs> that's why they call him, you know, JVB or something like that, right? Yeah, that's it. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I'm an Oklahoma boy, so it's hard for me to speak whatever it is. Anyway... Three-time supercar champ uh, has signed with Trackhouse Racing and is going to be moving over to NASCAR, Randy, in 2024. He'll be participating in all three series, in some races, in all three series, which is an incredible thing. So uh, I think he took a liking to uh, to NASCAR, and Trackhouse is certainly a, a team a group on the move, and he's over there in 2024. Pretty big news. Well, you know what I like most about it, um, it you know, obviously another personality that that's great, and and from another discipline that's great. But they have a real plan to, uh, you know, get the level of experience that he's going to need, and uh, it's not just show up and go racing. It's it's a different series because there's different things that you can learn in each of those series, and I think that's uh, I think it's uh, it looks to me like it's a pretty well thought out plan for sure. There's even some, I think if I remember reading it right, he's even going to run some late model races. Yeah, that's exactly right. He certainly is. Uh, I'm looking at my press release. Yep, late model races, Cup, Xfinity, Craftsman Trucks. Uh, yeah, and he did. He, he shocked the world uh, on July 2nd winning that uh, debut race there. Uh, so, yeah, interesting stuff that NASCAR is doing and uh, bringing some great stars on. This will probably bring some some new fans over to the NASCAR series with this young man, wouldn't you agree? Oh, I, I mean, it, it, that's that's for sure. You know, there's and especially if you go back and you use the example where he won. You know, remember that uh, what the statistics, the the data 
for that race say that 80% of the people who bought a ticket for that race had never been to a NASCAR race before. Exactly. 80%. Exactly. That's a big number. That's a big number. Big number. Speaking of big numbers, Randy, you know, we've talked a lot about charters and, and you know, the beginning of all that and how it's changed and uh, how expensive they've gotten. And, you know, we are rolling right on into uh, it's a silly season. But one of my press releases has said that uh, Live Fast Motorsports is possibly going to be selling a charter. Um, that uh, that company is owned by B.J. McLeod and Matt Tift. Uh, and uh, Spire Motorsports is looking at it. Trackhouse is looking at it. Uh, potential landing spot for Zane Smith, you know, after leaving Front Row Motorsports. So, you know, some some interesting things happening there with the charters. I mean, they're it's hard to say what they're really going to go for, but it's big. But it's big dollars. Well, I, I think it's yeah. I mean, I think that you, you know those guys got got the charter at a decent, uh, obviously at a decent offering, and they're going to be able to turn it into cash. And I really believe they're going to. Um, I, I have no doubt, and but you keep in mind that, um, you know, typically, you know, you remember there's 40 cars that can get in the race in the Cup Series, and nice. they tend to right now be in that 36, 37. There's an occasional race, Daytona being one of them, where you might see 42 or 43 cars trying to get in the race. I don't think it necessarily means that they're not going to race. I just think it means that they're they have a way out to cash their lottery ticket, if you will, and um, and then decide whether the, how many of the races, you know, on a on a on a one off or how many they're going to they're going to run um, throughout the season. I because you haven't heard I haven't heard any conversation about selling the assets or selling the or selling the you know the cars or you know any right. of the stuff that goes along with the race team, just the charter itself. Well, and that could certainly give them a boost, and like you said, uh, still get into pretty much as many races as they wanted to get into. So, uh, again, uh, folks, as you know, the the season is uh, rolled into the playoffs, and uh, we are we we've we've gone through two playoff races going into the last of the uh, the round of sixteen, and then Randy, after the season's over, you know, we don't just shut down. That's when the news really starts to roll in, and this is just uh, a small example of that. Another thing that just came across my desk is, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Facebook and social media. I mean, it's part of our, our uh, life and all that. Not a great part of mine, and I've seen more more harm than good. Uh, I was uh, kind of blown away when NASCAR suspended Noah Gregson uh, for a mistake that he made. But they uh, uh, have put him through the steps that he needs to go through, and Noah Gregson has been stated. NASCAR, which is uh, which is good news. He's he's gone through the the stuff that uh, NASCAR puts you through when you make mistakes, and uh, good to, good to see Noah Gregson's going to be back. Well, I think that you know Noah. Um, you know, I, the other part of this is that I think maybe the biggest surprise of all was when Noah asked for his release. Um, yep. From Legacy Motor Club, and um, you know because I, I I but but you know he decided that he needed to go start over and um so it's a 30 day plus or plus or minus a couple days suspension and uh, you know here, here here we are and he's back and you know he's the, he's going to be racing a uh, late model this weekend i believe and he's got i think he's racing the xfinity cars at uh, homestead so 
so I mean, he, he, it's not like he's going to be out of the sport. It's uh, yeah, you know, and you got to wish a guy like him the best. Uh, he's obviously very, very talented. Well, and you know, people do make mistakes, and we say things that we don't mean, and it's taken the wrong way. And we'll just use Kyle Larson as an example, and we remember everything he went through. And uh, Randy, I would think you would agree with me. He came back pretty strong. Kyle Larson? Yeah. I would argue stronger than when he was here. Yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. I mean, sometimes, you know, when you you think, wow, my dream's going to be taken away, uh, you do come back stronger. You realize and you come back stronger. So, anyway, good luck to Noah Gregson. That's good stuff. We do have uh, a one more road course coming up at Charlotte uh, in the the playoffs, Randy, and – NASCAR has decided to change the rules back now uh, to stages. And, you know, the caution at the end of the stages on the road course that they had uh, recently taken away, you know, stuff I've read and comments that were made is, you know, maybe the, maybe the new car is just too good. It's, it's basically a sports car now, a little different than uh, the car before. It handles extremely well on a road course and, uh, last road, road race, we had one caution. So I think NASCAR is kind of thinking, hey, we, maybe we need a little more excitement here, and so we're changing back. What are you thinking on that one? Well, in, in general, here's what I think. I, I think that whatever the rules are, they should be the rules for every place you go. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't favor, um, you know, manipulating or or changing based on what kind of racetrack we're racing. I mean, you know, this is the way we could. Let's, let's, let's use baseball. So it'd be like, well, you know, we, we, we're trying to speed up the game. So, you know, 20% of the, of the games this year, we're going to have a, you know, the third ball is the walk and the second strike is an out. I, you know, I, and then, yeah. but the rest of the time we're going to do it four balls is a walk and three strikes is out. So I, I don't, I didn't like, I didn't think it made sense. Um, that, that, I mean, I understand what they were trying to accomplish. Don't misunderstand, don't misunderstand me, but I just think, look, it's hard enough for a for a, <clears throat> a fan, um, somebody that's trying to get acquainted with the sport, uh, to follow all the different things that go on in racing. I mean, there's a lot of different things that occur, <clears throat> and to go, well, wait a minute, the, the road courses now they don't have. Why don't they have state? Why? What? What? Well, no, but this one's gonna have. You see what I'm saying? It just creates confusion. Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, it is the middle of the playoffs. This is uh, the final race in the round of 12, the sixth of the 10 races in the postseason. So uh, a little a little weird, a little odd, uh, but it is what it is. We don't get to make the rules, Randy. No, but we get to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that. No doubt. Right, yeah. Well, before we roll out of here, um, looking at the standings, um, you got a couple of guys, Tyler Reddick and Kyle Larson, that are locked into the playoffs. You know, we had a guest on a couple of weeks ago that was talking about you just can't really predict what's going to happen in, the, in NASCAR. You can't predict what really is going to happen in the playoffs. But uh, when you look at the, the names that are behind the cutoff for the round of 12, and those are Martin Truex, Bubba, Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse, and Michael McDowell, but yes, I mean, Randy, if I'm just not nuts, one of those guys could win uh, this week at Bristol and 
that's a whole new ball game. Whole new ball game, and and you know Bristol's a Bristol's a, a Daytona short track. Anything can happen. You know, it's 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 close racing. It's hard racing. You don't know. You know when you're going to get involved in, in somebody else's mess. You, you don't know. Maybe you're going to cause the mess. Um, so it's a uh, and all these guys understand what's on the line. These guys are in the in, the, in these uh, championship. Uh, you know, uh, events, they know what's, how, how much it matters. The pit crews know how much it matters. Strategy, the whole thing. I mean, it's a heightened awareness for sure. A lot more tension. Um, it is the playoffs and it's, it is, it's, it's what happens. So, um, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't go try to, try to write this one down. I think you just got to let it play out and see, see what happens. Well, and you, you look at, uh, some possibilities there and, and, and you just said it and made it very clear. But you got in the 11th and 12th spot uh, names like Joey Logano and Kevin yeah. Harvick. I yep. mean, they could be out after this weekend right there. I mean, it's, it's they, they, well, it makes they, it exciting, that's for sure. They could be, but I wouldn't bet against either one of them. No, I, I certainly would not. To me especially, I would not bet against Kevin Harvick. I mean, look at what happened. He had some really bad luck. Uh, race before last that guy it's his last uh last year's cup driver full time there's no telling what the four cars love to pull out of its uh, pocket well and i hope he makes it i actually i mean i hope he gets it all the way to the final four that's that's for kevin harvick and also the, the thing i would you know we a lot of times people underestimate the rough and tough and tumbleness of joey logano i mean he, that guy uses a bumper you know, and, yes, and this is a place that, 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 uh, it's very apt to come into play. So I'm not picking on him. I'm just saying Joey Logano's not afraid to use what it takes to, uh, take a position. Well, it's, it's interesting that you say that because what I was going to tell you that, uh, I had read where he's been watching the tape over and over that I watched of Dale senior in 1999 at Bristol. I don't know why he would do that, but it makes a good story. That's why <laughs> there's no <laughs> doubt about that. No doubt about it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, we, we've got the armadillos uh, out at new Smyrna. Daniel Dye will be racing here just in a little bit at Bristol. That comes on TV at 9 PM on Fox sports one. And then Friday night, again, under the lights at Bristol Xfinity Series. That's at 7.30. And then the Cup Series race on Saturday night at 7.30 as well, both on USA Network. Randy, I would say don't want to miss any of these races uh, with everything that's happening, especially, especially at Bristol. As you said, I like the way you put that. Uh, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the Daytona International Speedway in Tennessee on a smaller scale. Yeah, and, and I, hey, I do want to tell you, just to tee up a little bit, we've got two big announcements. Um, I'm not sure when they're – we'll make one of them next week. Uh, oh. And uh, the other one I've got to coordinate a little bit more with somebody else, but uh, we'll, we'll definitely have one for you for next week. So this just fits right in with the rollout of the silly season, right? That's, yeah, I don't know if it's silly, but it's certainly part of it, yeah. No doubt about that. Well, we always look forward to the excitement of uh, announcements and good things happening. We love it that you guys are here with us uh, again on a Thursday, and uh, we'll be airing on Friday night in a normal time slot, and we'll see you right here next week on Trackside with Randy and Terry. See you at the race track, everybody.